0: It is. <laughs> Hangout is live! Welcome to Spiritpreneur School with Aviola Abrams, where Spirited Entrepreneurs Connect. I believe that this is episode number 14 of this new mini-series that we are doing, and we have about a month to go before we go on summer hiatus. Please subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, that is where all of the action is happening. Let me tell you about our sponsors, and then I will tell you about today's exciting guest. So today's episode is sponsored by the Sacred Business Academy's Become the Guru Boot Camp. This is a program that will take your self-love to self-launch. So if you are wanting to turn your mission or your movement, your mission into a movement, or your magic or your mojo <laughs> into a movement, then you want to head over to Sacred Business Dot academy to get more information about that. This episode is also sponsored by HouseBox.com. That's House Box with two X's. Have a great idea for an iPhone or Android app, but don't know the first step on how to get it developed? Are you wanting to get a website developed, looking for quality but affordable graphic design? Then you've come to the right place. If you head over to HouseBox.com box with two X's and you're in the right place because the creator of House Box, Sheena Allen is with us. Hello Sheena. Hi. Hi there. I'm gonna tell them what Crunchbase has to say about you because I've had all kinds of amazing guests from the woman who founded Jimber reed to this woman who was the head of Planned Parenthood but no one, I don't think any of us are in Crunchbase with everything else that we've accomplished so let me read what what Crunchbase has to say about you. Sheena Allen Apps is an independent mobile application company that was started by Sheena Allen in July 2011. Allen started the company as a senior at the University of Southern Mississippi. The company was run out of the apartment of Sheena Allen until she moved from Mississippi to start up Friendly Austin, Texas. The company. This was. This information is about a year old. So we'll get the updates on Sheena. Is home to the the following six apps. Well, I'm not going to read all of them because I'm sure that it has been updated. Let's tear. Let's turn it over right now and just meet Sheena. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. So Sheena. That was your official bio, the government bio, like we would say in New York. <laughs> you tell us, who is Sheena Allen? You, a few years ago, were in college.
1: Tell us, give us a scoop. Um, I'm just this kid from a very small town. I am from um, Terry, Mississippi. It's a town of about 1,000 people, so it's really small. So small that we don't even have a stoplight. Uh, stop we only have stop signs. Wow. So, um. Went to college. I was originally, I wanted to be a psychiatrist. I wanted to be an I.O. psychiatrist. And I went to school and I double majored in psychology and film.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny.
1: We have that in common. Interesting. And I minored in marketing. And, um, senior year had this completely random idea for an app. And I told my roommate, I was like, you know, it would be, this was an app. And she kind of gave me a look like, okay. And, uh, had no tech background knew nothing about tech at all and actually went home to went to our apartment opened up my computer microsoft word and i designed it out and it went from there
0: so had you before that sheena ever had any interest in apps
1: at all not at all i, I was going to be uh, this wonderful io psychiatrist that that was like my focus my plan and being from mississippi like you don't think about tech you know, when you're here, if you're going to quote unquote, make it out is usually in sports or music, or you're, of course, you're going to be like a doctor or a lawyer. If you're going to like make a lot of money or do something major, but never take.
0: And so what was the leap? Because that is like just true inspiration that you had an idea, you opened Microsoft Word, <laughs> tried to create an app. What, how did you jump from that to it being a business that? from that for an app being on sale. A lot of people have ideas, but they're
1: sitting around with those ideas, not doing anything. This is very true. Um, for me, I was, I was clueless. So everything I've learned probably up until a year ago when I finally moved away was pure trial and error. I had no clue what I was doing, I'll be honest. And I, um, I had an idea, I put it out. Let me tell you, I had like 50 downloads. But because I didn't really know anything about apps or the tech world, I actually put out a paid version first and I didn't understand that you're actually supposed to put a free version out and it kind of leads them into the paid version. But I didn't know that. Um, but I, it was about my third app, which was called Dublin. And when I put it out, I mean, I went from having like five, six thousand downloads to having six thousand in one day. Wow. And it was probably within that app, and then the buzz, like, really, really started to grow. And people would say, hey, can we get it for um, Android? Can we get it for Android? And I defined the site. I said, like, okay, I'm going to put it out for Android. I put it out, and within three months, it had over a half million downloads. And it was at that moment that I said, okay, this this is something I could take serious. Now,
0: we have to back up a little bit because you say you put it out. But what does that mean? You put it on iTunes? Like, people don't even know, like... How? Like, you know? Uh, well, I, I for me it was research, but yeah, you when you do an app I um, like, okay, I'm gonna just stop on that because a lot of people miss that step and they ask things that you could just easily do research. We have we all have a library at our fingertips, you know, you could do some research.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I researched once again, I had no clue. I didn't have a tech company that could go mentor. I can ask for a mentor, I can intern at so I once again, I designed out of Microsoft Word, which let me first say that it's not the place to design an app out, but I, <laughs> I didn't know. So um, they have programs now that I'll tell you about that you can use, but I designed it out. I actually found a developer. For me, I did not have a tech background. So what I did was I had to find someone to do my development for me. And what I did was I found my developer on guru.com, G-U-R-U.com, Um But there are also others. There's Odesk.com, which is, I believe now they just changed over to Upwork.com. Of course, you have Mm -hmm. Freelancer.com, various ones that they have out now. But um, I got lucky because a lot of people don't have a lot of luck with freelancers. And uh, what I will tell people now is that they're not all bad. Just be very careful. A lot of times they do have, uh, they falsify their portfolio. Or they'll tell you they can do it for this amount of money and then, a month in, they'll say, oh, we have to charge you an extra 20000 or whatever the case. Um, so I learned to do my background work, which was if they say they did this app call, hello, um, I might not tell them, but I'll do my background work. And I'll go and I'll email the company and I'll say, hey, did you work with this developer, whatever, whatever. And sometimes they'll say, I've never heard of that person. And I know then, okay, that's not somebody you should work with.
0: But so, that's yeah. right. Sorry, Sheena, go ahead. What was the last part?
1: Oh, I'm just saying. That, so that's how I found my freelancer, and that's how I, I got started.
0: Well, you made smarter moves than I did because a couple of years ago, I wanted to get an app done. I wanted to get an app to go along with my book, and I didn't know that people falsify their portfolios. I felt like seeing is believing, so I didn't do my due diligence. I didn't check his references or anything. It all looked glossy and pretty and great, and I was like, okay. And then month month after month, nothing was happening, and then it was like all kinds of excuses, and then it needed more money, and then it just was not... Working until you know I had to do something legal intervention in order to move things along. So that's, that's really, really good advice by itself.
1: And so unfortunately, that, that's that's pretty much how probably seven percent of the stories go that I hear.
0: Wow. Wow okay well the great thing is that with your company you are now not only putting out your own apps but you have an additional company where you're offering people your services so that they could come in and get someone who's a proven entity before we get into that tell us what is your current app portfolio
1: okay we currently have um, six apps out and those are the first app I ever did was called InstaFunds it's a mobile checkbook application Okay. And then there's Words on pics, which is actually currently under development. Uh, it's a word caption application. We need that. <laughs> yes. And then there's Dublin, which is a cloning application. Uh, so, I mean, I've seen some amazing things. I've seen people play basketball against themselves, high-five themselves. Very creative. Love it.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a step from, because when you said clone cloning, I was thinking, I was
1: like, does she mean, like,
0: regramming but no literally visual digital that's awesome
1: um that twinning (laughs) so i have have that um also twit booth which we're actually under development also uh twit booth is an application for twitter and what it does is as long as somebody has tweeted a photo you can actually find it within the app because some people, they'll they'll tweet a photo, or some people tweet from Instagram. Some people will tweet a photo actually on Twitter itself, or there's various different services that people use. And so with Twit Booth, as long as it has been tweeted, you can find it, no matter what service it was used to tweet from, or it was taken from. Oh, that's
0: awesome. So it's almost like a Google Images meets Twitter search, am I? That's
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Those are really smart tools. Now, can you share why it's important for businesses to have apps? To me, this is no longer optional. It's no longer optional. For example, that your site is responsive, meaning that it works on mobile as well. Can you talk about that?
1: Um, 2015. <laughs> uh, we are, you know, this this is our friend. This is our baby now, and. Um, stats prove it it's, it's not a question It's not like a guessing game The stats are there The numbers are there Numbers don't lie um, Everybody is on their phone most of the time And people are not really interested in sitting down At a desk and saying Okay let me go to this website Let me go to this website They just want to kind of pull it up And then if you, you're making it so The more simple that it is We're in an era now Especially with the younger generation we want it quick. We want it fast. We want it just very simple. So, I don't want to go sit down on a desktop and go to your website and let me make an appointment. I want to just be able to click on the app with one little click, tab or something, with two or three clicks and be done. And if if by the end of this year, honestly, probably right now, you don't have app for your business, you're you're probably though no, you are definitely behind. Yeah. That.
0: So if you're not if you're not like caught up to where we are now, you're already two years ago, basically. Yeah, you're behind. you got to get caught up. So do you recommend that people try to do this themselves? Because there are all kinds of DIY app things, and, you know, after I had my little app fiasco, I was going to figure something out, and I was like, maybe I can get my assistant to go look in. But then I'm like, all right, she's
1: not an app person. Oh, <laughs> Why get an app person? So <laughs> what do you I think it really depends on what what you're looking for from your application. And when I say that, um, if you're okay with having something that's very, very simple, they have even like drag and drop options now. And they give like the basics of like maybe an About Us page or a Contact Us page. So they have those very, very simple options. But when you're getting to something where you want something that's very customized, something that fits exactly what you're doing or something that's, running directly from your website like api and you want it you know a certain way then you're going to have to really hire a freelancer so if you want something just very simple drag and drop the basic basics there's various options out there for you but it just it's the level that you want to Okay.
0: But a drag and drop could work for like a basic business, like a dentist's office or something, like or even just a simple blog if they have a blog and YouTube videos. Like I've seen people I know have a basic app that is, you know, blog, then you click here for their videos or whatever, something like that.
1: Correct, yes. And so the bases are, are really good for, I say, blogs or things like that. But don't you, know, you get into like, you know, this huge medical facility or whatever the case is? then you wanna you need to look for a freelancer or, or a development company, period. Okay, so I wanna encourage everyone who is watching this, you can ask your
0: questions of Sheena if you're watching this live by clicking on the blue Q&A button. You can ask your your business questions of Sheena about how she does it or your app-related questions of Sheena, your tech guru questions of Sheena. And so, what's the process for someone who is working with you? How does that go? How how does because you give two different options? You give a they hand everything over to you option, and you give a play-by-play option.
1: Right. Uh, the the hand everything over to me option is more for some, for people or you no know, small to mid-sized companies who are like listen we're trying to run this company over here. I can tell you what I want. I really don't care. I just want it done. Then at that point, just give me what you want. Tell me what you need done and I'll call you when it's ready. Um, But then you do have those individuals or even some companies where they're saying, I want to have done. I don't know the first step to get it done. I can tell you what I want it to do. um, But I actually want to learn the process with you. I don't want to just say, I want to have done and then you give it to me. I want to know, you know, when or why you're designing it, why are you designing it that way? Because UI is very important, which is a user interface. So, you know, I want my tabs to be at the bottom, not the top. Or I want it at the top, not the bottom. And this is why. So it's it's literally, I'm doing the work that you don't understand, but I'm bringing you along for that ride. So you're going to understand why it's designed the way it's designed. Or you're helping me design it that way. And when we get into coding, you know, I'm going to ask you, No, what's your UDID number, which is very specific to every phone, which is how we usually test demos. If it's like not through test flyer, through your UDID. And most people are like, what number is that? I have no clue what that is. And I'll tell them like, this is how you find it. So it's literally, you're walking that process with me and you get to see the way that it all works.
0: Ah, okay. So you have a question that's coming in, Sheena. Someone, oh, Marvin S. wants to know, do developing companies double check to make sure you're not infringing on someone else's idea? So would Sheena, are you asking, it sounds like you're asking, would Sheena check on your trademark, which is to me a different business, but Sheena, tell me uh, what your thoughts are on that.
1: Yeah, no. no. Most likely, 9 out of the 10, no development company is going to do that. That's going to be something that, once again, somebody else will do. Now, what most development companies will do is they will tell you something that's not possible. For example, there's something you can do with an Android app that you cannot do on iOS. Apple is very, very strict compared to Android. Mm -hmm. Um, That goes down to even... Outside of that for example if you submit an application for to Apple they might they may take gosh two weeks two months to review it and approve it it's up to them versus on Android if you once you submit it it's ready for the world to download within about 25 minutes so there, it's different platforms it's different ideas it's, you know it, all of that plays into um, when you're gonna developer. developed but now usually if it can't be done they'll tell you that, but they won't really tell you if it's an issue as far as legal wise.
0: Now I'm glad that you are mentioning Android because like most Apple people, I tend to forget about the rest of the world. And I was even thinking while you were talking, I was like, oh my goodness, this podcast is not even available on Android just because it's not native to my thinking to think of Android, <laughs> which is yeah. a big part of the population. Do you yeah. recommend for all apps that people develop, everything needs to be Android
1: and iTunes friendly? yes. Um, I I would say yes, but my recommendation is if you're doing an app that's not a business app, if you're trying to develop an app that, you know, you're trying to compete more in a competitive space such as a game, gaming app or a photo app, anything like that, I always recommend doing one of the other first because you're, if, especially if you're not a developer, you have to spend money to get that app developed. And for that reason, I don't, of course, I mean, I would love for you to pay me a lot of money to develop both. Don't get me wrong. I mean, hey, it's money. <laughs> but at the same time, I've been in that position. So I think that's my advantage when I'm helping someone is I'm going to say, I don't pay me $20,000 to do an iPhone and an Android app. Let's take it to one or the other. Let's figure out your audience, how they're going to respond to it. And then let's move forward with the next one. Don't spend all that money up front when you don't even know the response yet. Ah,
0: okay now you talked about this a little bit Sheena in the beginning when you said you talked about using a freemium model which you said is kind of the way that things go that you didn't know at the beginning you put a paid version out rather than a free test version can you talk about the cycle of that for someone who's wanting to do a paid app how long should it be free and then when do they add the paid one and are they taking feedback in from the, the audience
1: how does that work? Uh, well. There's two different options that you can do. You can do a free version and a paid version, and then you have your freemium version. So the free and the paid version it's two different. I mean, they're the same apps, but they're two different versions of the app. So you actually have your free version, and usually most people, they'll put, like, ads or different things within their free version, and they usually limit what you can do within that free version. So an example, with the InstaFunds app that I have, with the free version, you're only allowed to have one account. If you want to have multiple accounts, you have to upgrade to the paid version. And so that is, you have to complete, download a completely different app. So you have InstaFunds, which is free, and you have to download InstaFunds Pro, which is paid. So there are two different apps, one free app, one paid app. A freemium app is what we consider when people say in-app purchases. So this, these are your your Candy Crushes. This is when how Kim Kardashian doing. is making all of her money in her app. <laughs> so this is this is in app purchases, which is a freemium app. So you download, it's free. You get started, it's free, and then it's like, I need that freaking extra thing over there to get past this level, and then you have to buy it. So it's an in app purchase. So freemium apps right now are really really bad, really really bad. Mm,
0: okay so is there one that you recommend over the other or is it just it depends on the path that the person is going down
1: it, it really depends on the path that they're going down and also with that being said I tell people when I'm when they're when I'm consulting with them is make a choice which is do I want this to be a free paid version app or do I just want this to be a pure free version app and when I say that some people are like well why do I do an app and not make money Or some people that don't really understand the tech world or the app world, they'll say, well, is isn't the whole purpose to make money. But the truth is, that's not always the case. You kind of make a decision, do I want to make money now or do I want to make money later? So if you want to make money now, you're going to put out a freemium app or a free version that leads into a paid version. Or you can say, I just want to focus on getting traction. I want to focus on getting 10 million downloads and I'm going to sell it. Based off my user base, I don't care about making money, which is pretty much what Instagram did. Instagram made zero dollars, but they sold for a billion because they had what 60 million users. So you have to really make a choice from the beginning Am I trying to make money now or am I trying to make money later?
0: Ah, okay, got it. So, what, Sheena, is your current business structure that we see, you know, we see somebody who looks like a girl in a room who is rocking it that anybody wherever they're watching from can pick up their phone and buy things that she literally created out of thin air, which is just so dope. Like, so what is your business structure? Who else is involved? What else is give us give us a scoop. What's going on? Is your mom in the ah. back room coding? What's happening?
1: Oh, I wish. Um. <laughs> I I started Shena Ellen out securely by myself. And um probably like the first year, maybe maybe 2 years, I was so fed up. I I'll, I'll be so honest because I feel like nobody wanted to help me. And um when I started this journey, I didn't because not saying just because I'm from Mississippi, but you know, black culture overall, what we look at is um, you no, know, the Jay-Zs and the Beyonces and don't get me wrong, I'm huge fans um, but and we look at them the way they rap and the money they talk about and we're like, oh my gosh, like you know he just made ten million dollars like that's where I, I want to be and you get into the tech world and you're like, gosh Bill Gates gave away ten million dollars for scholarships like you know this is a whole different ball game. but um I was so frustrated because I feel like nobody wanted to help me and I, I developed this attitude where I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it by myself. I don't want a mentor. I don't want anything. I'm gonna do by myself, and I did for two years. And I, I, I built the company, but trust me, eventually you're gonna need mentors. Um, but I did it by myself. Shana Allen Apps overall is still mostly just me. I do have a team of developers, but it's, um, it's no equity involved. It's like I, I pay them a, a set amount. They're more like contractors, and Shana Allen Apps is mine. Uh, with Housebox. I started by myself I do have people now that come in and help consult when I'm not you now really available to do so um, <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm, I'm finally building building that team I have been blessed to have great mentors at this point I'm uh, very very lucky my first mentor I had was Josh Kerr in Austin Texas and he was a guy where he took me and he put me in a room and he said here's here's a whiteboard and we've also had the IBM commercials where they're like at the whiteboard and they're like doing all this. I had never done one before. And he was like, you built a company, great job. Now we're going to build your real company. And he made me start like literally from the beginning and lay out a company. And it, it was very difficult. Let me be honest. So, um, should LA ask mainly just me a uh, house box? I'm bringing in more consultants and the new application that I'm actually working on now. I actually have two people. So it's a team of us. It's three of us. So as time goes on, more mentors, building a team. Um, in the end, I actually want to bring Shena Allen Alps back to Mississippi. The other company will probably eventually be, you know, one of those New York, California companies. But um, to me, bringing Shena Allen Alps back to Mississippi is very important because I feel like it's, it made me. Um, it was my baby. You know, it's, it's, it's probably never going to be one of those multi-million dollar companies, but it's, it has multi-million, multi-million downloads. And for that reason, when those kids that, you know, feel like they're, they can never do that coming from Mississippi or, you know, they leave some local college and if I, I can't afford to go to a different state, so I'm never going to be able to code, I want it here so they can go and they can work at a company that's seen you know, a lot of success and they can say, I'm working for a tech company
0: yeah yeah that is beautiful Sheena and here's somebody who is actually echoing the first thing I said when you got on the phone before we got over and we were broadcasting I was like I'm so proud of you (laughs) here's somebody who says um, her company is Viola do you naturally no relation to me at Viola but she says so proud of you my daughter has an idea for a music app that isn't out there should she get some type of legal foundation before approaching a designer so what what are the steps her daughter should now go through with this idea she has
1: music oh my gosh Music is very tricky. And because there is a lot of red tape when it comes to the music industry. Uh, We see it with Jay-Z right now. We see it with with Spotify. I think it was maybe Taylor Swift who spoke out against Spotify. They've had artists like Eminem speak out against iTunes. There's a lot of legal work. And it it usually comes down when it comes to uh, royalties or it comes to music licensing. So depending on the type of app, if it's going to be playing music from major artists, mainstream labels, She's going to look into licensing, definitely, because if not, she's going to run into a a lot of trouble, which is, example, the guy from Napster. Mm. Huge, successful company, but, I mean, all the money he made ended up going right back for being sued, so definitely look into, like, music licensing, definitely.
0: Okay, so right now, her first step would be to find someone. Oh, she says she's Sheena Lachey's mom, another fabulous Sheena that I know and every time I went to send you a message Sheena Lachey came up so hey Sheena Lachey's mom alright so so then the steps that she should go through just to recap she should talk she should get legal help first figure out the licensing and then talk to a designer. Now, how does she protect her intellectual property? What's to prevent a designer from just taking the idea, designing whatever app, and just putting it
1: out there um, for anybody? Well, in in the app world, um, most most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, getting a patent is a, is a waste of money because. Usually, when it comes to developers and designers, even once you get to investors, most people say, well, I I can't, I don't want to really tell you the idea. You might steal it or um, can you sign a confidentiality agreement? And I'll tell you now, 90% of them is going to tell you no. And the reason for that is not because in the back of their mind they're trying to steal your idea. It's because they're getting hit with, you know, inquiries probably all day, every day. They probably wouldn't even have the time to even attempt to steal, you know, steal your idea. But um, it's kind of like with me, people say, I want to tell you about it, but can you sign? I'm like, listen, I have a book over here about this thick of things I'm trying to get done. I promise you, I don't have time to steal it. But um, if it's something that she feels that is, uh, nobody's done to the point where in order to do it, you have to use my service to do it. Then it's worth looking to uh, like patent or somehow getting it some legal things done to it. But overall, no, it's just probably just not something worth worrying about. Okay, so Sheena's mom,
0: <laughs> Miss Viola, has another question. Oh, she's just clarifying. She says that with her daughter's app, it's going to be her own music. She's a vocalist. Oh, so that solves uh, a lot of different, a lot of the problems that we were talking about
1: before. <laughs> Yeah, so if it's her own music, no. She's, she's fine. long as she has her music copyrighted, she, she'll she
0: be good. She should be good. And then maybe she can use public domain music or I don't know the music industry, but for the instrumental part of it or have it also specially created or something like that. Is that what you would recommend?
1: As long as, long as it's her music and her beats, she's fine. But okay. even if it's her music, but it's on the beats of, somebody else's music, then she still has to go through licensing. But as long as it's purely her music, her production, she's fine.
0: Now, Sheena, what where on the horizon is there for you in combining your original interest in film? I'm curious about that because at the very beginning I was a short filmmaker and you know, my master's degree was in that area. And so there this it seems to me like, you could do some really genius things with kind of choose-your-own-adventure types of things or something like that. Um,
1: honestly, not definitely not right now. Uh, one thing that I, I definitely want to do, and I'm still very young. My, my granny still tells me that I'm a baby, actually. Um, <laughs> I would love to eventually get into, for one, music videos. I, I would love to bring back music videos when they actually told a story. Yes. Not... At the green screen with the the female and the rented vehicle, I'm more like the the Michael Jackson "Let Me Tell You a Story" type uh, music videos. I would love to do that. Um, I have lots of movies that I've actually written. Uh, that's what I want to do from again. I want to write and direct. So yes, definitely, awesome. definitely.
0: Yeah, I agree with your grandma that, yeah, there's plenty of time to do all of that. So I'm glad that you're not abandoning that because I think that when you put those two things together, to quote my West Indian brethren, that's going to be fire,
1: like just crazy. You know, crazy thing is, I started this tech thing, I oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. It, it gave me the name, uh, the platform that I have, but I mean, I want to do so much. Oh my gosh, I want to do, I mean, I want to stick to tech. Um, I want to do something that nobody's ever done as far as African-American in tech first. Let me say that, um, Mm -hmm. there's no major, um, tech company that's owned by African-American Silicon Valley. There's no female that's ever owned a a major tech company that's, you know, had these, all these large investments. So, you know, that's my focus right now. But, um, outside of that, oh my God, I want to do, no, I want to get into media. I want to get into entertainment. I want to get into fashion. I want to get into film. So, I mean, it's, you know, Oprah, the quote from Oprah is you can have it all, just not all at once. So I'm taking it step by step. (laughs) beautiful beautiful well we have several questions lined up for you but first i want to know when you
0: sat there with your uh mogul mentor and he was like okay sketch the company on the whiteboard give us some secrets what was on the whiteboard what did you do uh,
1: nah. the- <laughs> uh, well i i, I really went to austin with this idea and the idea was it's actually still not out i'm still working on it but um he kind of asked me about, you know, the things I had done so far. He's like, "Well, you know, how did you advertise? And um, who are your customers? And you know, what's your attention rate?" You know, he just asked me all these questions, and some of them I could answer, some I couldn't. And he said, "Okay, so this new company, great idea, things going to do well. But what happens when this happens? Or what's going to be your answer when this happens?" And I'm like, "Um." He said, "Great." So <laughs> I mean, it. It started from they click on the app, um, they sign in, they go back out. If they sign in, what information are you going to put in? If they skip this, do a kick it back? I mean, it literally, from the point of them signing in to the point of them not uploading to the point of them sharing to the point of them reviewing, I had to literally lay it out spec by spec. That is
0: Awesome. That is awesome, and so for anyone who is watching this who may be wanting to develop an app, that's very, very helpful for them to hear for the other future developers. And you actually have a question from someone who is wanting to know about that. Um, Rashida R. says, so inspiring. Very proud to hear of all of the great things you have done. Do you offer mentoring to people interested in developing apps or getting into the tech world?
1: Yes. Um, I will be honest and say that sometimes my time it's not the not the best cause I'm trying to you know I'm doing so much, but um i do i I actually get emails all the time and even if it's not where i'm you know I'm talking to you every day if i if it's just exchanging emails once a week or a phone call once a month and i I do that it's not because i don't I don't look for praise from it, I don't feel like I want you to like give me a shout out on social media. I do it because I didn't have it. So I I understand what it's like. So if I can help when I can find that time and I try to find the time, I'm always open to helping and mentoring.
0: Well, I want to support you. So tell me who, I know you've been getting a lot of media. Where haven't you been? Have you been already, has Ebony, Essence, Black Enterprise, Huffington Post, have all of those people covered
1: you already? No. Okay, good. um, But I, you know, I'm actually getting ready to do a lot this summer. I'm actually here to Washington next next month. I'm doing uh, Tech 808 for the Fat Startup. So I'll, I'll be doing them. I'm actually mentoring this year at the South by Southwest in Vegas. The Yay, that's going to be huge for you. So I'm yeah. doing that. Um, and just slowly things are coming together. I've gotten a chance to talk to some amazing people. Wayne Sutton. Yes. I got a chance to sit down and talk to him during Lean Startup. Okay. Um, but I actually spoke and he was mentoring so I got a chance to sit and talk to him and you know he told me something that uh, to this day it, it sticks with me of course that was only like four months ago but um, he said you have an option and he said your option is going to be you're either going to become a superstar and you're going to build from your name as a superstar or you're going to have to go from company to company improve yourself he said but you make the choice
0: Hmm. I like that. Well, I like option A. So immediately after this, I'm gonna make sure to connect you with my peeps at Essence Black Enterprise, Ebony, Huffington Post, so we can make that part of it happen. Okay. So you have a question from Keisha Maddox. She says, "I missed the first 15 minutes or so, so I apologize if you already answered this question. But are you self-taught or did you major in computer science? Also, how did you deal with the frustration of doing everything by yourself when you and initially started well you told us that computer science was not your major did
1: you ever take classes or anything I took one class and I would tell you I took C++ oh my gosh I was so ready to be done with that class <laughs> it was I was like oh my gosh I'm so ready to be done but um I actually know some coding but it was, it is all self-taught um what I did even at that age having no clue about technology I made a deal with my very first developer. I said, hey, I'm going to pay you to develop this app for me. But the minute I make my final payment, I need all my coding. That belongs to me. I paid you for it. And I would go back and I would look at it. And I was like, okay, so obviously this means this so that coding. So I kind of learned backwards. Mm -hmm. And, of course, now there are um, various options out there, such as, like, Code Academy and uh, a lot, a lot of different options to slowly uh, learn different uh, coding.
0: That's so, beautiful. I, I frankly be like, is this? I, I wouldn't know. Like, how to even get or look at it. <laughs> um, you have a question from Tiffany G. She says, "I'm very proud of you. Very inspiring, young black sister, and doing your thing." She says, "I have an app that." Oops, wait, it just this way. Oh, there it is. I have an app that goes with a product. What would be the difference in that kind of app than an app for everyone? Like, what's the difference between a product app or a general app?
1: Um. Well, you have different types of app, of course, really based off categories or what are you looking for from it. With a product app, just say um, – I guess is she talking like more like an e-commerce or –
0: Probably. That's what it sounds like.
1: Uh, well, definitely. That's the biggest thing, the selling of it. You're, some people build an a app where it's just I can fun things, fun and entertaining things with it. And some people build an app where they're building you know, around an actual product or actual brand. And, you know, those are the ones that you're really the biggest difference is actually how you advertise it. Because if I'm advertising something off of a brand or a product, I'm going to my target audience. So if I have a my product is uh, computers, of course I'm looking for I'm going to advertise to people that love computers. But if you have a general app such as um, Instagram, your app your audience is probably more just who you're targeting, which is more of an age group or gender or whatever the case. So that's going to be your biggest difference the way you advertise and the way you're uh, you promote it.
0: So, how do you advertise your apps, then, Gina?
1: Uh, first two years, I did no advertising at all. Uh, I was lucky, I guess. I was blessed. Let me say that my mom. if <laughs> would, 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 I said I was lucky and not blessed. Um, I what happened honestly was I, I had some celebrities that use my app, and um, it kind of it kind of went from there. Um, with Dublin, I, I Kevin Hart. Um he used it, Soldier Boy used it with the app Pixlit now. Um ASAP Rockies, like his whole Instagram page. It's a bit the huge banner. I've seen Revolt TV use it. Did did Diddy has used it? K Michelle. Um Stevie, I can't think of his name. He's the one the wide receivers from uh the forty ers Okay. He actually recently deleted his IG, but he actually reached out to me and he was just like, you know, he was like, I. Uh, Thanks for creating like this dope app. And I'm like, you know, Hey, that was was pretty cool. Thank you for using it. So just like the small things like that. And it just, it grows.
0: Awesome. That's a great testimonial to have on your site, even though he took down his Instagram. All right, you have you look at your blessings flowing in here, Sheena. That uh, Miss Viola says to tell her that I have a travel business and I would like to support her by offering my services free for her travel needs. And so you contact Viola V E O L A and and then do you naturally all together on um, Google Plus. Um, and Miss Viola, you can find her on um, on Google+, Plus as well, under Sheena Allen Apps, and connect with her that way. That is very generous
1: of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to write that down. I have I'll notes. tell you again. It's Viola, V-E-O-L-A. Yeah, give me one sec.
0: I'm pulling on my, my note thingy. Okay, go ahead. And then it's space, and then do you naturally, all together, like as a last name. And... And to reiterate, she says, I have a travel business. I would like to support her by offering my services free for her travel needs. That is awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Much appreciated.
0: (laughs) So then you have another. Okay, so Keisha M. wants to know, are you familiar with Black Girls Code? She says she volunteers for them from time to time, and she's sure that the young girls would love to have you speak with them.
1: Uh, Black Girls Code that is run by Kimberly Bryant I believe okay I almost certain definitely have heard of them um I believe they were also part of the uh, documentary she started it which is not completed is that the so, one yeah. you're in? the documentary? That, that's the one I, I just finished my portion for um definitely have heard of them though it, I would definitely love to speak to them also like almost seeing young black girls that wants to code and wants to get into tech, that's like one of those heart, you know, melting moments. (laughs)
0: Okay, Okay. so Keisha, make sure. And Keisha's name, just so if you want to connect with her, Sheena, Keisha is K-I-S-H-A, K-I-S-H-A. And then her last name is spelled M like Mary, A, T like Tom, T like Tom, O-X. So Keisha
1: Maddox. All right. And just, just so everybody knows, um, and just in case I don't reach out, I probably misspelled it, but definitely reach out to me um, by the website, shennaallenapps.com, and there's a contact uh, form on there. So very easy for you to contact me, and I'll be, get right back with you. Okay. Here's, like one one. <laughs> Here's
0: one more. Miss um, Viola says her company is Do You Naturally travel partners on Facebook. Do you naturally travel partners on Facebook? So Sheena, what do you do when you get stressed or you get overwhelmed or you feel like, okay, there's so much going on? How do you deal with that?
1: Oh my gosh, I feel like that a lot of times. Um, <laughs> um, if I can't, I go near water. I don't know why, but water calms me um, so much um definitely pray <laughs> let me be honest there there are days where I seriously am just like I I'm done like I'm going to quit this I'm going to get a nine to five and I'm just going to be done and then I come to my senses um and I'm like no I'm not um so I, I sometimes I have to stop breathe pray gather myself back um And I I try to come home to Mississippi at least once every two to three months, even if it's for just like a day or two. Because I get my friend my childhood friends are here. And a lot of times when you're out, you know, at these conferences and you're speaking and whatever, people expect so much from you. Or they, you know, you're like on this pedestal and it's like you're like the face of like black young black girls with technology. And then you come home to your friends that you've known since like kindergarten they're like oh, let's just like go out and get a drink or let's just go out and have some fun and it's like they expect nothing but good genuine friendship and some good laughs so that keeps me grounded also
0: Oh, that's beautiful that's beautiful because no matter what you're still you with all of the accolades and all of the amazing things that are just a part of you
1: but you're still just Sheena from Mississippi which is yeah. a beautiful and powerful thing just, so- I'm just and it. I actually all the time, even when I was in Austin, they would say you you're so humble. I was like, am I supposed to not be humble? Like, I think my my grandmother would whoop me if I ever <laughs> felt like I was, you know, this this complete a hole type person. I can I just couldn't see myself, you know, ever being that person, but you know.
0: Well, everybody who's on the line, I think we'd come and check you if they they see that. We're going to show up at Good Morning America. We're going to be like, knock, knock, we're here talk to Sheena.
1: (laughs) Definitely.
0: You have a comment from Kathleen Booker, who is this amazing earth angel source of light on the planet. Uh, You may have seen her on Bravo's Blood, Sweat and Heels. She was our guest last week. And she wants to know, well, she sends you, first of all, breath, blessings because she does breath work so she says breathful blessings and she says please expand on advertising an app can you give more information about how someone would go about that
1: Uh, first off your audience so definitely know your audience anything that you're doing um, is going to have a target audience to it even if it does expand outside of it everybody has a target audience there are various ways of advertising Uh, never look past Facebook um, is the biggest social network in the world. Um, advertising there, and of course, once you advertise, you can do a targeted advertisement there. Um, advertising within other apps is always a good idea. So there are services that you can use, such as iAd. There's AdMob, and you just do like the create a banner, pretty much an ad banner, and you'll choose what kind of apps you want your app to um, banner to be within. So just say that I am on um, a photo app and it has ads within it, kind of like some of my apps have. If it's similar to that and you feel like some people will be interested in what you're doing um, from that type of app, then 9 to 10, they'll click on it. Actually, stats actually prove that probably word of mouth is number one, and number two is advertising that people usually click on while they're within another app. So Definitely uh, look into like iAd, AdMob, RevMob, all those type of of options. Depending on your budget, you can go bigger. And there's um, services such as like Tapjoy, uh, T-A-P-J-O-Y, and they kind of do the the work for you. You kind of just give them what you want done and who you're trying to target, and they take care of the rest. So it really just depends on your budget and um, how how much money you're trying to spend.
0: Oh, that's really, really helpful to know. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so you have a question from Tiffany G. She says, do you think building a team was better than doing things on your own? She says she tries to do things by herself, but things, but she gets overwhelmed.
1: Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, having a team is definitely, definitely, definitely a plus. Um, in fact, I've, I've actually been turned down before for, like, maybe accelerators or even sometimes with investors. Where it's not that, hey, you don't have a great idea, it's that you don't have a great team. Because in the end, people don't really invest in a company. They invest in an idea, maybe, but overall, they're investing in you and your team. And when you're on the verge of building a multi million dollar company and you're by yourself, they're kind of like, that's gonna get overwhelming. And it does. So, um, in the case that you are by yourself at the moment, I would suggest if you can't build a team, definitely at least start reaching out to mentors and start going to uh, meetups and networking sessions and conferences. And you're usually probably, that's where you're going to find a co-founder or start building your team at. But yes, a team is very, very important.
0: That's really, really good advice because I find for most of us, you know, heart centered entrepreneurs, spiritpreneurs, that delegating tends to be the most challenging thing because we feel like it's faster to just do it yourself than to and try I,
1: to be I about it. feel that way. I was like that in school. Like, the teacher would be like, okay, Sheena, you're in this group, and you know, everybody will sign something. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, because yeah. I want to make sure it's right. So I, I'm still guilty of that to this day, actually. It's kind of yes. bad. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, how did you, Sheena, learn how to love yourself? There's so many women have challenges with just loving and accepting who they are. How did you learn how to love yourself?
1: Um, I, I think it was my upbringing. Honestly, I am I'm a country girl, um, you know, even when I'm like in the big city now and I look, I'm like, clearly that I, I didn't grow up like that. Um, but, you know, you have people in Kanye West said it best. Usually the people. The people thing, and um, you, you get into especially within this world and, you know, some people are going to tell you know, you're pretty tell you that you're ugly. Some people are going to tell you no, you're going to make it. Some people say you're not going to make it. I love what you're doing. I hate what you're doing. And if you don't for one, you have to build thick skin. And for two, if you, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to make it. That's just the truth. Um, I think it all goes down to faith. It goes down to like believing. I think all, those two roll into love. So if you believe in yourself, you have faith in yourself, you're going to love yourself. And it's, it's so easy to allow someone to pull you away from that. But um I think faith, even more than the believing, faith is probably one of the strongest things that you can have. And once again, to me, those two roll into love.
0: Yes, well said. And Tiffany G, she agrees. She says yes, yes. And uh, Miss Viola says keep rising and doing so many wonderful things and she says thank you you are welcome Miss Viola and so as we come to a close Sheena what would you do differently today if you were starting from scratch we know that you for those who came late she started with a Microsoft Word document trying to solve a problem you know she said there's gotta be an app for that and so she created it and so what would you do differently right now if you were rebuilding your company from scratch
1: I would put myself in coding classes by the time I was 10. <laughs> you know, I once again I I always felt in being from Mississippi, uh, African American, I always felt if you're going to make a lot of money and be famous, you're going to, you know, be a rapper or a singer or you're going to play sports. That's if you're going to be famous and rich. Um, even now I, I look outside and I see or I, you know you talk to most people and like so what are you doing for your kids this summer? Like, oh, I'm gonna—he's gonna be in football. He's gonna be in basketball. And it's like nobody's really saying, oh, my kids going to coding classes. So, um, I would change. I would put myself in coding classes at a younger age. That's what I would do different. But uh, overall, I, I appreciate all the trials and tribulations. So.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Well, how do people find you? And tell us, again, what your lines of business are, what the what the apps are. How can people support you and your work?
1: Um, well, you can find me easily on my website, which is SheenaAllenApps.com. Um, from there, you can find out um, the different apps that I have. You also can contact, contact me there. Uh, the, the sixth app that we have now is um, InstaFunds, the checkbook app, finance. Words on Pix for captions, currently under development for upgrade. Twit booth, uh, Twitter application for photos, under development. Dublin, um, which we actually just relaunched, it should probably be available in the next few days, uh, depending okay. on Apple. What does Dublin do? That's the twinning app, the cloning oh, twinning app. Okay. Uh, there's Pixlet, which is the uh, Instagram banner app. So um, people love, people hate it. I've actually had people, like, email me and be like, thank you for allowing people to take over my Instagram page. <laughs> um, and then there is Orange Snap, which is, um, I can, now this is like a complete exclusive only for your show. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Orange Snap is an app that I had, which was a, it's an app, it's out now, but it's a filter app. So you just take one photo and you can filter up the photo. Well, I'm actually getting ready to take it down. And I'm going to relaunch it as Shades of Me. That's going to be the name of the app. It's the same concept, but actually each filter is named after an emotion. Uh Ah. Filter your picture out with like three different filters. It might be the way that you're feeling that day. So it's the shades of you during that time. So it might be one filter would be like love. One filter would be like anger. So you're filtering yourself out through um, filters. Oh, I love that. It's, a, it's like a mood app. Pretty much, yeah.
0: Very mood cool. <laughs> That's mood filters. And then you have the house box services where you will do done-for-you services for people who contact
1: you. Yes, uh, you can contact me if you're looking to get, even if it's just consulting, uh, even if you have an app idea, you're not really, ready to get it developed, but you want to go ahead and kind of get it designed out. We also do scans for, um, for apps. If you're actually ready to move forward with development, we do uh, app development for Android and for iPhone. And you have, once again, two options, which is, I want this app done, here it is, call me when it's ready, or we actually I will actually walk with you through the entire process. So um, if you want to know how it works, say, hey, listen, I want this done, but I also want to know how it works. And that's uh, house box. And
0: are you able to share price ranges for the different options?
1: Ah, uh, they all, oh my gosh, they vary. I mean, I've done some apps for as little as like two grand. And then I've done apps that's close to six figures. So it really depends on what you want. If you're looking for like one of those basic apps where it's like, I just want to app about my company, about, on the like, an about us page, a contact us page and, you know, like something really simple. It, I mean, it seriously might run you anywhere from like a thousand to three grand. It might not be much at all. But then you might say, "I want an app with a complete different whistle." And it's like, "Yeah, we're now we're talking, you know, some a big check."
0: (laughs) Well, Tiffany has the last question. She said, "That's hot." She wants to know what's the app that the celebrities like—the one that all the celebrities like.
1: Pixlit, P-I-C-S-L-I-T. Awesome!
0: And you are throughout social media at Who Is Sheena? Correct. Mm -hmm. I
1: try to keep it consistent. (laughs)
0: Okay. Well, you are rocking it, Sheena. After this conversation, let's definitely stay on the line a little bit. Like I said, I want to refer you to some people. I am so proud of you. You have provided really valuable information
1: for us today. So thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for everybody tuned in.
0: You're welcome, and we can't wait to see what you are doing next. So, we're going to support Sheena at housebox.com, boxwith 2 twoxs.com. If you want to take things to the next level, you can contact me at sacredbusiness.academy or sacredbombshell.com. So, thank you so much for watching today. We will see you in the next session. Dream
1: bigger. Love yourself. Bye.